0: This is T.R. Sullivan with MLB.com and you're listening to the Ranger Nation Podcast.
1: One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers
0: lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch.
1: Breaking ball, strike three, Call! The Rangers are going to the World Series! In the air, shallow right. The Texas Rangers win the pennant. Second consecutive year. Today, Today, I consider consider myself myself the luckiest man man on the face face of face of the earth. Welcome to Rangers
0: Nation podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rangers Nation's podcast. I'm your host, The Recliner Nerd, and today's episode is Mrs. Recliner Nerd. Hello, honey. Hi. (laughs) You can hear that. Let me just say something right now. She is here under duress, and this is why I love her. This is not a woman who would ever seek out to be on a podcast or anything ever. You you, you had to come kicking and screaming, didn't you? Yes.
0: Um, yeah this week that's pretty much all we've talked about is John telling me I have to do the podcast and me telling him there's no way in heck I'm gonna do it it's <laughs>
1: exactly what it was that's why people are gonna love it and let me tell you something for someone that hosts a, a, a baseball podcast and the Texas Ranger podcast there's no reason to invite your wife on unless your wife is in fact a baseball fan and you are a baseball fan right so we're gonna get into that in just a minute let me tell you about her first of all She is, uh, (laughs) she's my favorite person in the world, and for some reason, she looks at me and goes, "Oh yeah, that's the stuff." I mean, I don't (laughs) know why you do that, but uh, Kathy Moore is her name. I'm John Moore. She's Kathy Moore, baby. I can't. Thank you very much for doing this. Don't just shake your head. You got to say you're welcome.
0: I'm not sure yet. <laughs> we'll see if I get through this. <laughs>
1: okay, for, so let's do this. Let's do some background first. Before we get into our baseball and what we do, let's get into some background. So tell everybody where you were born and where you were raised.
0: Um, I grew up in Illinois, um, in the cornfields of Illinois, a small town named Henry. Um, Peoria, I guess, you know, for those aren't, who aren't from Illinois, is the closest big city to us, um, but still quite a bit away from uh, my small town of Henry. Probably had about 52 in our graduating class, so
1: yeah, and you, no, there was no football where you grew up.
0: No, no. Um, basketball was our big um, season. We, um, you know, we would celebrate homecoming around basketball
1: season. So. But your high school had a baseball team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, but so you've now just sort of become a football fan because of our youngest son. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you weren't really. You've gone to Longhorn games with me, and you kind of will. But you will watch baseball. You don't watch I football don't. unless you're unless you're forced to. Right, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I do love baseball. Um,
1: but where's your love of baseball come from?
0: Um, well, I was growing up. I was always a Chicago Cubs fan, and so um, <laughs> even now when I go to, if. Uh, the Rangers happen to be playing the Cubs, I have to have my split, um, I have my Cubs hat on and my Rangers shirt on and I've got my split loyalties. But um, I grew up um, loving the Chicago Cubs. My cousin who I idolized lived in Chicago and I always thought I would grow up to move away to live in Chicago someday and always wanted to go see a Cubs game and was never able to growing up. Just for one reason or another, it never worked out. Never got there until we were married and got to go. Right, but um, I, my grandma, um, who I was extremely close to, my dad's mom, um, was a very diehard Cubs fan and watched every game on TV. Um, and so um, I don't know. I just always uh, enjoyed baseball.
1: Yeah, and, and let me let me talk about grandma for a second. So. I marry this woman from Illinois. Of course, we met in Dallas, and we'll get into how we met and all of that, but this woman, so you you marry someone, and, and she tells you after we're married, my grandma wants to come stay with us. Grandma came and stayed with us for the first... Ten years of our marriage, or seven years of our marriage? I don't
0: remember how many years. But she would stay for uh, three months of the winter, um, you know, to get away from the hard winters of Illinois around that time. And oh, we had such good times. Oh when my she God! Came Let me tell you what. Us. when She
1: passed away. Has it been three or four years ago? She passed. She was 90, 96, I think, when she passed away. But oh my gosh this this woman was the greatest woman and ended up going to maybe two or three ranger games with us we took her oh, at to. least
0: yeah i i remember i was able to borrow a wheelchair from the hospital i worked in or worked in at the time um to be able to get her there for the last one she went to and oh she just enjoyed it so much
1: oh i know it was so much fun we loved grandma to death and that's where your love of baseball came to so let's tell everybody how we met do you remember how we met
0: yeah, uh, well, through our church yeah. um, in downtown Dallas, we went to a, a church called Reunion Church. And um, oh, I know you have backstories of remembering of meeting me that I don't remember. <laughs> and she, then, Let's just but, say she
1: blew me off. Well, how about that? <laughs> so when someone informed me they really thought that she had a crush on me, she had blown me off before that. And I was like, I don't think so. That girl didn't want to. I
0: don't remember those stories. <laughs> but when I first remember meeting you was... Um, uh, when we played, uh, I went out to play softball for the church softball team.
1: Which I was the coach and the star of the team. <laughs> yes. You see, I'm not afraid to get on here and talk. Kathy doesn't Your like...
0: magnetic personality <laughs> as baseball coach won me over. So do <laughs> Actually, you... it was your daughter. <laughs> well,
1: that's true. We, Allie, the one we just got married off, was about three at the time. Yes. About three when you first met her. So she was like bait. I would cast <laughs> her out and, re- and I reeled in the hot one. So... Uh, But that's who we just got married off. A lot of y'all that follow know that uh, my daughter got married here two weeks ago, but you were busy during that.
0: Oh, during During the wedding. Oh, getting ready for the wedding. I wasn't sure if you were talking about back when we were playing baseball or...
1: No, no, no. When we were getting Allie's wedding ready, you were... Oh, yes, yes. Aren't you glad that's over with? I mean, we're... Oh,
0: it was wonderful, but yeah, that takes a lot to get ready for a wedding. I know. (laughs) it. So,
1: do you remember the first Ranger game we went to together? (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes. That's when I learned that you don't get embarrassed about anything ever.
1: <laughs>
0: Which is the opposite of me, y'all. <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. You get it, you're red in the face now a little bit just nervous about this. But what what happened? What?
0: Oh, um we were walking up to our seats. We had just gotten our first beer and we we're walking up to our seats and and I don't remember what you were doing. I think you went to look at the time on your watch, didn't you? I think someone
1: asked me what time time it was. was.
0: (laughs) And you just poured, like, turned your wrist and poured that beer, the whole thing, right down your shirt. And, of course, everybody thought you were drunk, you know, at the baseball game. And I had
1: not even had a sip yet. No. (laughs) And I just brushed it off and went, the worst thing is I haven't even had any beer yet. And we were
0: just pretty early in dating, too, I think. Like, if you weren't embarrassed
1: at all. (laughs) So so that gives you credit for still sticking around after that thing that (laughs) that you got through that. So, okay, now... You know, we've got a tradition that we've done since 2003 and I want everyone to know about that. What's our tradition that we've always done? In fact, this we we were dating the first year we did this, I believe, but we've done it every year of marriage, so that's been 18 years we've done this. Except this was the first year you didn't get to go.
0: We always debate over there which how many years it's been, but I know we Two, were it, 2003. We, we started was, dating in the summer of 2003. To and got married in 2003. Right. So I think our first um, opening day was 2003 in the Wait. spring then.
1: Okay. And we'd go to opening day every year.
0: Yes. Oh, every year. That's the best tradition.
1: Yeah. And you love that. It's like a holiday for you.
0: Oh, it is. I. That's the very first thing in December for the next year, or just as soon as the calendar for the next year comes out, I always go ahead and take that day off of work. All my managers and uh, you know mm. directors have always known that that's Kathy's thing. She won't be working that day. so
1: Opening day. We have gone, and it is like we – this was really – I got to go this year. When I started getting the credentials and going, um, I would have never gotten a credential until we found out that they weren't going to they weren't going to do an opening day and that's why i went this yeah. year i was there but
0: i just figure we have an asterisk next to this year it didn't really count that we weren't there because of COVID. actually i
1: don't think it's an asterisk i think it counts because i went and the only reason you weren't there with me is because you're not a credential media and there were no fans yeah. so we have kept someone has been there every year it would be an asterisk if I went without you when there was games and you were allowed to go. <laughs> that would be an asterisk. But no, there wasn't. Or if we just missed a game. No, but we would never miss an opening, opening day. Opening day
0: is like no other game. I love every game I've gone to because it's just such a, I don't know, out of every, any activity we ever do, it's really just such a such a relaxing comfortable time just to lean back, enjoy a beer, watch the game, just watching everything going on around you, soaking up the sun. I just love a good baseball game and um, opening day above all others just has this electric feel.
1: Well, you know, so I told you when we first started dating about my ranger obsession. Do you remember what I told you about that?
0: Um, Pretty much something to the effect of I pretty much watch every game and if that bothers you, you know, you, you don't have to watch it but it's going to be on the TV.
1: <laughs> and what the, and I did that. And I told her that because I'll be honest with you and I think you could agree to some people that aren't baseball fans, it's not the most exciting game to watch in baseball, but my gosh, since the beginning you sit and watch every game.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's to me it was never a sport that and, you know, that annoys me being in the background. Like, it's just, it's not super high key you can enjoy, but especially as I really got into it and got to know all the players and everything, um, I actually, you know, sat down and really for several years watched every game. There's been times in my life when I was studying for my master's and different things like that where I couldn't watch every game and when I was real busy, but I got to where I watched most every game
1: for yes. a long time. Yes. And, and, and we, and let me tell you something, was 2010 and 11 two of the funnest times we've ever had. Oh yeah,
0: we were lucky because we had the um, we had that 20 game season um, pass at the time, and so we even got to we got those trips to yeah. go to all the
1: yeah. So let me explain what happened. Games. And I couldn't have gone with anyone better than my wife for this. But Kathy and I were at every playoff game. The year the Rangers went to the World Series, we were at Game 6 when they beat the Yankees to go to the World Series. He cried. And I, 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 <laughs> you're not supposed to admit that. <laughs> I did, and you were there to put your arms around me. You know what? I, I appreciated that. Listen, it was, it was huge to me because my dad had taken me to all those games when I was a kid. 74 is when I first started going to these games. And to have that happen, and my dad had passed away, Papa had passed away, who I had who used to take me to a lot of games. That was my grandfather. But to be there and see them go to the World Series, I did. I, I got teary-eyed, and you put your arms around me, and I still can't believe you're married to me. But that's what you did. Um, okay, let me get back into it here. What you know? What if we? So you've Kathy came onto the scene in about two thousand three. And you've been loyal since. Who do you think your favorite Ranger player is since you've been watching? Because I know before that you knew the team Texas Rangers, but you didn't have any idea the players were because you were a Cub fan. Who's your favorite Texas Ranger?
0: Oh, there's so many. I love. I always loved Mike Napoli. You know what's better than a Napoli chant? Yeah. Um, Mitch Moreland, um, of course. Josh Hamilton through those years, and those were a lot of my favorites. But of all time, my favorite is Adrian Beltre. You, um,
1: you know who's gonna who's gonna love that is Jamie Newberg because he is like a big Beltre oh, fan. He'll Beltre love hearing was that. the
0: best. Um, just his electric smile, like. Um, Emily
1: Jones will love that too. Oh, I loved
0: watching their banter just so much between her, between him and Emily, between him and Elvis. Um, Just Adrian was always just such a relaxed, laid-back demeanor, but like so intense about his, you know, about playing the game and just made unbelievable plays. And um, I've always loved Adrian.
1: I know, I, and I, it's the one – so, I mean, it's been cool. You've been, It's been cool for you to watch me get these credentials and what I'm getting to do. And I know from from standing back you've really loved it, but I never got to meet Adrian when I've gotten mm. to meet all these players. Uh-huh. That would have been cool. You would have really loved it if I had an Adrian Beltre plug on here because that <laughs> – I know he was – but you loved I – mean, you did. You loved Nap. You loved – look, she oh, knows and, the names of all the players.
0: And back in the day – oh, Ro- uh, Ron Washington, too, <laughs> I did, as the <laughs> – um, he, I just loved him as a coach and I guess a manager, <laughs> manager uh, yeah. You say. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I still am a baseball wife. All the right terms.
1: <laughs> but you know, um, and, and talking to, to when I've talked to, uh, TR and Emily and all, they all love watch too. They said he was just you know, I've, I've talked about how—and Chris Woodward, um, which I've told oh, you— he seems
0: pretty cool, too. I would like to meet him someday. Yeah, he
1: is one of the absolute nicest guys you can ever know, and the only manager I've got to meet. And mm-hmm. But there's this thing, when we get to the, get to there, we, we go in at about 2.30, the clubhouse opens, we go and we can talk to players and do whatever. Right after that, and TR's talked about it, and Emily talked about how TR would hold court in there, he'd kind of do it, but we go back to Chris Woodward's office, and we sit there, and there's about six or seven of us, and we ask him questions. To do that with Ron Washington would have been something else. I just think, Not, <laughs> and nothing to, t- to take away from uh, uh, Bannister. Uh, I, everyone seemed to like B- uh, Bannister okay too when he was the the manager. But Ron Washington was something else. And I haven't, I never got to meet uh, Bannister either. But man, Woodward is so nice. I would have loved to have oh, been. Oh, and Bann- you
0: know my obsession with Tom Greaves
1: too. Oh <laughs> yes, you do have an obsession with no, Tom.
0: I just so enjoyed his calling the games and, uh, watching him. Yeah, that's a, uh,
1: that's one. And I need to get Tom to come on. And did you, we, we, I need to let you read that story that, uh, Levi just wrote about, uh, she doesn't, I have the athletic, uh, application and she doesn't have it, but she reads some of the stuff I tell her. He, he just wrote a long story about Tom Green. Oh, cool. And I'd you need to, that. yeah, you need to read that. Yeah. It was really good. All about Tom and, and what he did for the Rangers. Um, now, um, so you and I have, we have, since we've been married, we've liked to travel. Oh yeah! And we've gone, and now that we have kids, we don't. Now that they're older, we're going to get to travel a little bit again, like we used to. But you know, you have after we had the kids, you'd have to find places for the kids to go. But there's one thing we've incorporated in every trip we have ever taken, I believe, except when we went to outside Mexico. of beach trips. Yeah. Yeah. out of Mexico, and what's that?
0: Oh, baseball. I'm to, John's favorite thing is, you know, he, he follows baseball from high school up to you know <laughs> high school, college, double AA, A, triple A, you know, all the different players and I know he's always loved to find um Minor league parks and um, and in our most recent trips, we kind of been able to incorporate both minor league parks and major league parks in our visits. Oh, I got that cool map on our wall now that we can kind of track the yep. parks that we've visited.
1: Absolutely, I and mean, that's one of our goals. I mean, look, we're uh, we're cl- we're coming up on 18 years of marriage. We got a long life ahead of us. Knock on wood, but is if so, our goal is to to visit all the major league ballparks and take trips to do it. I think our next one we've talked about and for all the unrest right now is maybe trying to get up to Seattle um, yeah. and see that one. We'd both like to see that one. And, and all the, the the people I've met in the press box said Seattle's a neat town. Right now with all the unrest, it may not be good to go there, but that's one I wanna see. And plus you wanna see Multnomah Falls, which is something you've always wanted mm-hmm. to see. Um, but so what, you know, we've been to, golly, we've been to both Chicago's, mm-hmm. We've been to, I've been to Houston. You haven't been to the Houston yet, but that's amazing. San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco and Oakland. Uh, yes. San Francisco and Oakland. We've, uh, we've been to. Baltimore. Baltimore, Cincinnati, because we did Cincinnati coming in on our last trip. When that we
0: might
1: be it. I think might no, be we went to a Yankee game
0: oh yes yes you can't forget the yankee game and that was
1: a fun story
0: yeah
1: so the so guys i used to travel a little bit for my job and i had been to new york a few times and i went on a fun trip to the old yankee stadium but we were about five years married or three years married something like that when we took a trip to new york yeah um i think your mom kept the boys i think we had babies then um and kept the boys now you were a tourist and you and so you had look when we travel this is the greatest person to travel with she lines out everything. Okay, we need to do this or that and you have it all mapped out. I'm a little
0: We're, obsessive. A
1: little, <laughs> <laughs> just a little yes. bit. But all I said and, and guys, I did not I did not push this, but it started our tradition. I said, look, let's do everything you ever want to do in New York. If there's any days left at the end. If there's baseball games, maybe we'll try to catch a Yankee game. Mm-hmm. Now I see we could have caught a Met game too. I didn't even think of that because the New York Mets.
0: Yeah, if we had been on our track to plan to go to all of the ballparks, then we, we would we would have made sure. But
1: to make sure if the Mets were in town. But I think our Yankee game story is a really cool story. Oh yeah. So so we had um, we had decided we. I I said well you know do you do you want to actually I think you brought it up and said well do you want to go to a Yankee game because we had done all our stuff. And so I went and looked, and they were playing. And, and remember what I told you? I it was said, right at
0: the end of our trip. It was Fourth of July day we ended up getting to go.
1: Yep. And, and, and I said, you know, let's do this. We didn't have tickets. And remember what my plan was. I said, there's bars all around the state. The old Yankee Stadium, I knew there were these bars all around mm-hmm. it. I said, let's take the train. We'll just head out to the Bronx. If there's no scalpers we can get a ticket from, mm-hmm. we'll just have a beer or two at a bar, and we'll catch the train back. Yeah and that was it and we ran into the neatest people on the train so we get on the train guys if you've never been to yeah oh, we
0: were packed in there all standing up holding the bars and just uh, but you could see a lot of Yankees fans around us that
1: everywhere and it's so. and so we kind of just told somebody what our plan was we said well, we're gonna go out we are gonna see if there's any scalpers we might try to buy a couple tickets and go to a game I haven't been to the new stadium if not no big deal we'll get a beer and come back and that family had 35 people that were supposed to.
0: They had a big group, yeah, and they had some extra tickets. They had
1: two that didn't go.
0: Yeah, that didn't show up and they're like, hey, you can just have our tickets, no problem.
1: So me being never wanting charity, you never want charity, we're two of the biggest don't take charity people. I pulled out a $20 bill, not having any clue, and said, you know what, you guys go have your first beer on me. Thanks for the tickets. And then when we got out there and Kathy and I got our first beer, I realized I bought one and a half
0: beers
1: (laughs) (laughs) because the beers were so expensive. But that's how we got it, and I got so sunburned that day, too. We were not prepared. There was no – okay. That
0: was a fun day. I really enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, that was really cool to do that. So what is – out of all of our major league stadiums, I know you like – you haven't been to the new – ranger stadium we had you haven't had a chance to go because they haven't opened it yeah. out of all our stadiums and, and you can't say globe life park the I was one that
0: say, i love our park i know but our you, old park i guess yes <laughs> I,
1: you can't say that one what is your favorite major league park that we have visited
0: um i was i i don't know it was i think baltimore was pretty cool um
1: that was cool and evan Kansas grant Yards had and, the, told us about the lobster row yes
0: i thought the food out of all the different parks we've been to there was a lot of cool food choices we both like seafood and we had yeah. that lobster roll that was so good and and then you walk back behind there and they had that thing where um, it marked all the home runs that went out over the fence and exactly where they landed right and long
1: the bat. longest one was the Ken Griffey batting it was against that that member he had hit the uh, he had hit that warehouse yeah, and They had is, one yeah. up on that warehouse. Just
0: that big long pathway between the warehouses and the field, and yeah. we met a bunch of people there who were kind of doing what we were doing, visiting all different parks, and and then
1: we sat with that 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 couple up there that were yeah. the big diehard fans. We we're right
0: behind home plate, up high, right? Way up high, and yeah.
1: And that's our favorite seats. Usually, we usually love to sit up high when we were doing Ranger games and going. The
0: most fun people are up high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're the ones that that they're there to have fun and yeah. they they and and do that. And we so so you think Baltimore.
0: That was pretty cool. Um trying to think which other ones. Were, have, they, I, I enjoyed going to the Cubs game with you because, like I said, all during growing up, I always wanted to go to the Cubs game. Of course, that probably is not my favorite stadium, and it was freezing that day. When yeah, we, we were not
1: prepared because we had more shorts. It was shorts. an April
0: game, and it was nice and warm outside, but for whatever reason, the minute we walked into that ballpark, I I thought we were going to freeze to death. Yeah, and
1: you know what I'll always remember about uh, Wrigley Field also was there was a really cool bar right outside of there that we had a beer. Remember we had a beer mm-hmm. sitting outside waiting before, and it was right in front of the guys where you see that big Wrigley Field sign when you're looking at it. Uh, it was right out there across the street, and it was packed full of Cub fans. And you, we love atmosphere like yeah, that. We love yeah. to go in with sports fans. Remember when we went and watched? Uh, the, oh, in
0: New York. In New York, soccer?
1: the soccer was it? Guana, Guam?
0: No. Uh, Ghana.
1: Ghana. It was Guana. <laughs> <laughs> Ghana. And we went into this bar, and it was during World Cup. And Ghana, that was in there. So we had just gone in, and we thought we'd have a beer. And they were so cool. We said, hey, can we? And we sat and cheered the whole game for Ghana. They ended up losing, and they were all depressed. You and I were depressed for them. But then when we walked out the door, we were okay to go. But it was so much fun. So that that's you know we and Kat and I talk about one of my bucket lists too. We someday we need to go to Europe and see a soccer game in Europe because that's one of my being around sports fans. So you so Baltimore was really really cool. Um, any of them you didn't like?
0: I uh, wasn't super impressed with Oakland.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. That's laughs> Walking
0: where, in with it was a little scary looking.
1: Well, that's where we got our picture made with Emily. Now she—I yeah. have never well, brought that up. I don't know if she. It remember. was a
0: really cold night too, and it
1: was the end of the year. You remember yeah. it was like in September, so it was one of the last games. Willie Calhoun had just got called up. Uh, we and we bought these tickets. That was the one place we bought tickets.
0: Yeah, we actually had really good tickets there. And, and we bought
1: like t- paid like ten bucks a piece for them. But or we so.
0: lost really badly that night too. I yeah,
1: think. they did. And, and <laughs> they were we sat right next to the dugout, literally looking into the dugout. And uh, and that's why Emily there was sitting right down there, and she talked to us for a little bit and got talked to Got her picture. Us, yeah. Got her picture with us. She didn't remember that, and I never brought <laughs> it up because the, uh, of doing that, but. So, that was one of Cincinnati was a decent stadium. It was just so I hot. I liked
0: that stadium. That was a – I like I like those stadiums that are real bright and cheery and just that laid-back atmosphere. And I, I thought that stadium had a really good atmosphere.
1: I thought uh, the San Francisco, when we went to the Giants game, we, we did – Oh,
0: I did love San Francisco. For the first
1: – Few innings of that, though, we really just walked around the stadium. I
0: like walking around that stadium is very cool because we
1: were just checking it all out and mm-hmm. we were just looking at everything and checking it out. We now let me tell this when it the one thing we get to do when they're when the Rangers aren't playing, we've gone to watch the Rangers play out of town in at the White Sox and we watched them play in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we so when the Rangers are playing, we sit and watch the game because it's our Rangers and we're watching them. But when we go to a baseball stadium where there are no Rangers. We really, we walk around. We check out what's supposed to be there, and I know the history of it, usually. And Baltimore had that little museum out back. Oh, and we went and saw, in Baltimore, remember, we went and saw where Babe Ruth was born.
0: Oh, yeah, that was cool.
1: That was pretty cool. That was right around the the road from there. And we did We do baseball trips a lot that we incorporate that into our trips.
0: Yeah, I always thought I was a beach person, and I have loved our beach trips, but i think we've had more fun like when we went to new york and west virginia and all these places where we got to do all these cool things but then got to incorporate baseball in the trips too and
1: and we go to we will try to incorporate minor league baseball too and we got to see oh
0: yeah we've seen some good minor league stadiums
1: so we we went and saw three ranger affiliates play on our, our west virginia trip guys so we did this really fun trip our kids flew up to illinois to stay with grandma and grandpa And they were there for two weeks. Mm -hmm. The first week, we took a two-week vacation. Our first week, we drove up through uh, Tennessee, West Virginia. And we just went all through there. And we stayed up in the mountains, camped. Like right now, we're actually in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, right now, but went to a cabin, just me and you without the kids, Mm -hmm. and just relaxed and had fun together. But we went and saw the Hickory Crawdads play in West Virginia. We went and saw, uh, now we had been to a lot of Frisco games in Frisco, but we actually saw Frisco play in, in uh, Missouri on our way back. But we went and saw, back then, it was Round Rock. It's Round Rock again. The Rangers just took them back. But we went and saw, we saw the new Nashville Stadium. That was a cool stadium.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, my company's headquarters are in Nashville, so that was kind of neat. Um, being out in nashville
1: yep and we saw uh scott heineman hit a home run in round rock or for round rock in nashville but okay so the minor league stadiums you've been to frisco west virginia you've been to we went to springfield uh missouri that's where we saw that one there we've been to the one in nashville um oh that
0: park the power park in charleston is where the toast man was west West
1: virginia that was the one in west (laughs) virginia which one's your favorite
0: um well that was a funny story that was pretty cool. <laughs>
1: okay. so guys uh, we will tell you and i've looked it up and now he works for him he does it he, oh, really? yeah i looked him up there's a couple of stories google right now west virginia toast man and there are multiple stories about this guy and we actually had stopped to see one of my old clients on our way in and told him we were going to go that night and hickory crawdads were playing it's the first time i'd ever laid highs on sam huff uh-huh. remember that oh, he yeah. came over and talked to us Real nice kid. Isn't he
0: the one you got the ball from? at the Yeah, he the threw game?
1: me a ball, but, but now I've talked to him in the locker room. Remember, mm-hmm. he told us where to go eat when we were in Arizona. This we let, Kathy went with me to Arizona this last spring, first spring training I'd gone to. But uh, we, we went there, and he had told us about this guy, the Toastman. Tell, what, what, tell him what this guy does. I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we ended up, it was funny because we had just heard about him right before we got to the game uh, where our seats Where we were actually pretty close to him. We were kind of a little bit in left field and he was right behind. And well, we were field. right next
1: to the Ranger dugout yeah, or the Hickory Crawdad dugout. Yeah. But he sits right behind home plate.
0: But this guy um, has quite a personality and he is basically toasting all the players. And you can tell it's, Not just silly, like he studies, he's done his homework. He knows every player and all these idiosyncrasies about them and how they've hit at the most recent games they've played at elsewhere. And like he knows their stats, he knows, and he zeroes in on the color of their shoes and the you know, just every little detail. And he'll find a way to roast every player, especially you know, the, the players from the opposite team that are the competitors. And so he finds a way to roast them every time they're at bat. And I'm telling you, he gets the attention of these kids. <laughs> he,
1: he, he does because I went to Sam Huff, uh, Phillips, Tyler Phillips, all these guys that have played for Hickory. And I remember they were all on that team. Uh, Ryan Doro, who, uh, is a, who plays for uh Frisco, right now, he's a shortstop, and all of them. And when I've interviewed him, I've said, You know, I got to bring up this guy. Do you remember the West Virginia guy, the Toastman? And they all go, Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and they go, It right, just
0: gets under their skin. It was so funny. But, like, you know, and of course, He's against the team we're rooting for, but it was still so funny. And he literally has a toaster plugged in. There's an electric outlet right where he's sitting. (laughs) He has a toaster plugged in, and all these
1: (laughs) loaves of bread,
0: tons of loaves of bread. And he's constantly toasting toast and throwing it out. Like what was it with the outs? Yeah, when 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 they struck out. When they strike out, yeah. And he'd say,
1: "You are toast," and he would start start throwing throwing it like frisbees. (laughs) He would start throwing toast. And I'll tell you this: it's real funny. He came and said hello afterwards. He kind of. Because we were wearing some Ranger gear while we were there. But one time, and you know me, I don't get embarrassed. So one time I stood up when one of the West Virginia powers struck out. And I said, you are toast. He didn't particularly care for that. No. <laughs> he gave me a dirty scowl over there. And the, all the guys in the dugout remembered me doing that. And they were kind of like laughing at it. But he came over afterwards, a real nice guy. Yeah, and yeah. turned out to be a fun guy. And was, he, he loved seeing that we were. And now, you know, West Virginia is no longer affiliated with the Pirates. Now they're affiliated with the Blue Jays. Mm. And Hickory is still with the Rangers. So um, but that so that is that your favorite one? Uh, or that's just atmosphere?
0: Yeah, that was just a fun memory. Um, I really liked that Nashville stadium. I'm trying to think of other minors. We,
1: we, the Springfield one was pretty nice. We got a ball there. Remember uh, the kid threw us a ball um, daily on. Threw a ball at, at Springfield. Um, you know, guys, if you go, if you can take a trip out of town and go watch a ranger affiliate play anywhere out of town, they're going to know you're there if you're wearing ranger gear. Because normally when they're especially in low A and high A, they get to a place and there's not a, people, a lot of people that travel out to those stadiums. When they're at a away game and there's a ranger fan, it's real easy to pick out the ranger fan. And the tickets are so cheap, you can go sit literally right there next to the dugout. I think our West Virginia tickets, we were looking in the dugout, and we paid mm-hmm. about $5 a piece for them. Mm-hmm. And get, you get to have a beer and have fun, and we just Uber. Now, we're very careful. We Uber to every game. Um, um, so you haven't got to go to the new stadium yet.
0: Nope. I'm a little nervous about it because I love our old stadium. And I know you and I have debated on this because I know that, you're super excited about the new stadium, you've been in it. Um, I'm always afraid of change and I absolutely- You are
1: so afraid of change. (laughs) Adored our
0: old stadium. Like just from the very first game I went to at our old stadium, it's just such a happy, sunny, fun place for me. But I do recognize that in Texas, when we were taking the kids for so many, we went to a lot of games when the kids were young. And some of those Saturday, Sunday afternoon games were pretty brutal in the heat. So, I mean, I think it's needed. I think, you know, having the roof is needed. But I'm just worried that it might feel too industrial or um, just, you know, not sunny enough. And I don't know.
1: You know, and and let me be totally clear. I've... I've enjoyed the fact that I really like the press box here because it's open so you know that when I would be you've gone to games where I was in the press box in 19 and I was behind glass mm-hmm. and you were up there with we have an aunt and uncle that they're our age practically they got married the same year we got oh, married yeah. we were and, and they're big, they go to opening day with us every year but so they all went we all went to the very last game of the year and uh, at the old stadium. And uh, and before we did it, I put in for the credential, didn't know if I'd get it. It didn't matter. We had tickets. And I ended up getting a credential, which meant we got free parking. So I'm going to rub it in just a second. We did get free parking that game because I had the, the, the press parking. But you saw where I was behind the glass up there. I love the open air of the new one. I have not got to really walk around the stadium during the game with fans there. I want to feel that atmosphere. Yeah. So when we do that, you and I are going to get to do that together for opening day next year. Um, we'll you get to do you think it's going to happen? I really think they will. I think that this will. I, I, it'll be limited, um, and it might be limited. But I, you know, right now they're they allowed them for the World Series. Mm-hmm. Now they've also got the the. Uh, you're you're in the medical field, but they are coming out with the. The shot, the vaccination. Yeah. So hopefully before April comes around, that they get that thing going, and we can, and, you know, and, and that'll be good. I hope so. I know
0: we're starting to want to look ahead looking ahead and planning spring training and opening day and all that, and I'm, it's just still there's so much unknown. But
1: yeah, we, we we really enjoyed spring training. I I really that's where I really got a good chance to talk to players, and then we went to Sedona. It was beautiful. Oh yeah. And that was a place you and I went. We're going to try to make that a, a a yearly trip too, if we can try to incorporate going to to there because I loved it. I would go and talk to the players, do all of that. You would do whatever you needed to do, and then we would hook up, go to the game, and I wouldn't sit in the press box. I usually just sat with you at those games because I didn't need to be up there to cover it. And and I I had my pass. I could go on the field afterwards. It's really, remember after the game there, it was different. Uh, normally we would go down at the ranger game you go down to the media room to interview here you just stepped out onto the field and i walked around and went down on the field with them to interview woody and all of those after the game and i think uh, we had uh, uh what's his name came over and said hi at that uh, my brain's going you know but
0: uh i know my parents are looking forward to seeing the new stadium and gary and sill um, yeah uh, they've been wanting to go too so yeah we have always do opening day with Um, either Gary and Sill or my parents or both. And I'm just looking forward to them coming to see the new stadium too. I
1: I want to walk around the stadium with fans in it. I haven't had it. I've done the tour. I got to do the tour before the season started. I got to try the food and do that. But it it doesn't mean anything without fans.
0: It's cool watching the stadium go up, Um, watching it be built and everything. So it'll be fun to see now.
1: Yeah. And and so, and, and during games, this year when I was up in the press box, we weren't allowed to get up and walk around. We we had to stay in the press box. So I only got to view it from up there. I didn't get to walk around the atmosphere. And you knew that I used to, I'd come up and visit y'all in the stands and do that. When uh, we were, uh, you know, at that last game, I didn't get to move around. This time we were stuck there. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm really excited to do that. Okay. We're gonna wind this thing down. This wasn't that bad, was it?
0: <laughs> I made it through it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you survived and you did fantastic, guys. And I, I thought that y'all would enjoy this. And I will tell you now, you can hit you need to follow her on Twitter at Mama Cat.
0: I don't do Twitter much. I know you don't do it much,
1: but you know what? You can ask me questions, I'll get answered for her. If you want to plan a trip somewhere, she can, you know, if we've been there, we'll tell you things that, like, if someone says they're going to go to Baltimore, I'll go back to you and you remind me some of the places we visited. Oh, and yeah. we'll, we'll let you guys know. And as we go on our trips... We're going we're gonna to learn to do these fun things, and we'll, we're happy to help anybody on a – we'd love it. If you want to go on a baseball trip, go. Kat and I will be your liaisons. We'll try to help you out and if you're trying to plan it because we love it, and we love to do that and go see our normal stuff. Multnomah Falls is still the – since we've been married, we've been having – we need to go see <laughs> – that's in Oregon? Is that – is it in Washington State? Or it might be – okay, anyway. Yeah, I want
0: to go to all that area, Portland, Seattle, um, I had a picture of Multanoma Falls, um, one of those Ansel Adams or something, photographs on my wall in my college dorm and have kind of been obsessed with getting out there. That's one part I loved about West Virginia was all the waterfalls that we saw. Oh,
1: we saw how many? She had it mapped out (laughs) for every, and we would stop and go see, and it was great. I mean, they were beautiful waterfalls. Except that one you made me go all the way down. I mean, we took But that
0: was the best one. (laughs) I know, but
1: it took forever to, I I was out of shape. And fat then. See, so, now you're ready. Yeah, now I'm ready to go, guys. That's been it. That's Mrs. Recliner Nerd, Kathy Moore. Thank you very much for coming on, honey. I love you very much.
0: <laughs> you know I love you,
1: you now <laughs> that I've done this. <laughs> I know you have, guys. Till next time. Thanks for listening. Do that And like I say at the end of every one of these, and everything I write. Nerd out.